What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. Now to the pod. Daniel Jeremiah tweeted, I saw that this morning, that uh, if you had asked him a while ago uh, his percentage chance on um, Kyler Murray being the number one pick, he would have said 90%, and now he says 60%. So a dramatic shift. And also, you were telling me that Peter King wrote something about just how the how it's everybody being so sure about Kyler going to the Cardinals has changed a little bit as well, or quite a bit. Are you confident that he's going to be on the Cardinals? No, I mean, and, and we've asked ourselves this question, and it's been adamantly yes. Now, to me, the only thing that's changed is that now DJ has said, "I don't think it's gonna," and, and we kind of think more and more that the Raiders really like him, and really the Cardinals have been really quiet about this there's been no indication and josh rosen still on their team right so they're open to josh rosen still being on their team so i i guess we i mean i it'd be dumb for us or at least i think it'd be dumb for me not to scale it back a little bit on what i believe just based on what's being reported to me can you get the raiders fourth 24th and a next year's one for Kyler Murray. Because if you can and you think Rosen can be a good starter, I think you have to entertain doing that. I, if you ask me right now, if the Cardinals pick up the phone and said to John Gruden that deal, would John Gruden take it? I think John Gruden would do the deal. Say, say that again? If I said what you just said, right? 424 and what'd you say, a second? No, ne- a next year, one next of your ones second. next year. If you call the Raiders, let's just say, if, let's if say you, next John Middlecoff, big. picked up the phone and said, hey, Gruden, it's Middlecoff. Steve Kime just called. He wants to do the deal. Here's what it's going to take. Do you think Gruden would say yes right away to that that deal? I think I he think, would. I think he might do. Now, would he give his like maybe you only maybe we'll only give you next year's Bears pick? Like we're not risking our pick just in case Kyler's kind of struggles and we're drafting in the top ten. I'd still probably do that if I'm them. If I'm the Cardinals again, if I like Rosen, I've also heard some rumblings, guy that. The Cardinals front office might not be just made men, which is kind of weird because they just hired Cliff. 
it doesn't really feel like the Cardinals got their shit together. It also feels like they did the sexy thing and hired Cliff because that felt like the best thing they could get. They didn't want to go a retread or some older guy in the league. Like they wanted to follow this new trend. And then Cliff was like, I'm, I'm adamant that I need Kyler, but I think they're also looking like, why do you have all this juice? Now you could counter going, well, why do you hire him if you're not going to let him pick your quarterback? And they might say, well, where else was he going to get? His best other offer was being the coordinator at SC. We offered him to be the head coach. He doesn't get to pick our players. So it it does make some sense. If you're Steve Kime, you go, I've been a GM of a team that was in the championship game. You never won at Texas Tech. Like you're going to dictate the personnel in my building. I hired you to be the coach. Josh Rosen was a top 10 pick. And he's not just some random top 10 pick. He was a quarterback viewed as really good. Can't you figure it out? Now, if Cliff goes, I need an athletic quarterback. That's part of my deal, though his history would. I saw someone tweet yesterday, Jared Stidham was originally supposed to go to Texas Tech, and then Mahomes became the starter, so he backed out and he went to Baylor, and then the shit happened to Art Brile, so he transferred to transferred Auburn. to Auburn. So people were like, you know, because Jared Stidham is pretty talented, though he's not a great player. People are like, well, what if he just would have got to be with Cliff the whole time? Would he be a lot better? So I, like, can't Cliff coach anyone? That's part of the deal. Well, I do right? think just fundamentally that offense doesn't need air raid. Does not is not predicated on athletic quarterback. In theory. Well, I just mean like I just watched like Luke yeah, Falk Leach is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it does feel like Leach has had a little bit different of a players than Kingsbury. Like, Kingsbury's getting yeah. a little bit more of a blue chipper. True. Closer to a blue chipper, where, I mean, Leach just almost won the conference with, with Gardner Menchu, who was... I think Leach has had zero or, like, one, maybe it's one game started by a scholarship court, like a guy that was a scholarship guy out of high school. So it was, is Menchu, was Menchu on scholarship last year? Yeah, I mean, he, had, he was a grad transfer. He had to Yeah, been. so they gave him a scholarship. And he was a scholarship player at – where was he a, playing? But, but it was not a scholarship uh, – East Carolina. But it was not a scholarship that they gave him out of high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I, I – I don't know, man. I. To me, he's ending up on two teams, guy. He's either going to be on the Cardinals or he's going to be in the Raiders. It, it's hard for me to foresee him on another team. Because if you're the Cardinals, you're not, like, going to trade back with the Redskins as a 15. Like, that's, that's too – you get the number one pick. Like, that's a big deal. Now, maybe would you do it if they gave you like four ones? But they've done that before and it backfired with RG3. I think the Redskins are capable of anything. But just look like the Giants have a have a standard of height. They're not messing with a midget. Who else is taking them? So, the, like the Jets, they have Sam Darnold. That's you and I have been talking. A lot of these teams have taken quarterbacks these last like five years from Trubisky's to Josh Allen's to Lamar's. So, all these teams drafting the top 15 either have young quarterbacks or established quarterbacks. That's what's weird about this draft is there are a couple teams that are drafting in the top 15, like the Falcons, the Packers. Last time I checked, those two teams combined to give their quarterback like $200 million in the last year. So they, they ain't doing that. It's just the Cardinals are kind of in a weird position. That The only team that they really could do a quote-unquote, you know, leverage play, get a haul, feels like the Raiders guy. Who also makes some sense? Who kind of like you only fall a couple spots back? You still get a blue chip player. You they got another first rounder, so you get a, another really good player. You probably get next year's first rounder, get a good player. Would you rather do if you were the Cardinals a next year's one 
or get four twenty four and thirty five? Well, let's say he offered you all three first rounders for one. I'd I'd rather have these three first rounders than next year's one. What about this? What if I'll give you four twenty seven and Derek? You trade Josh for a second rounder, get another second rounder, and you have Derek, and then I get Kyler. Yeah, I was. Th- I it's funny. I would maybe if, if you think Derek's Derek feel better, a little more Kyler, or I mean uh, a little more Cliff. Yeah, I mean if you think Derek's better, then you could absolutely do that deal where you trade Kyler, but it's not to keep Josh. Like if you 100%. think Der- if you think Derek is better than Josh. But you're not quite. But, but it's not like, just oh. Josh, right? It's got to be. He's got to be better than a quarter than any of the other quarterbacks you could draft in the first round. If you let's say you got the Raiders' first round picks, right? He is. Yeah. Yeah, and you think I, I'd rather have him than Drew Locke or whatever Daniel Jones? Um, so I get Derek. I get four. I get twenty four, and I get thirty five, and then I trade Josh to get a second round pick. You just said three ones or two ones and Derek. Two two ones and Derek would be a lot. Yeah, I. If you like Derek more than Josh. So what if I get 424 Derek, trade Josh for a second, so then I got two seconds, and I got Derek. That's You'd be in pretty good shape. Who's under contract? That'd be pretty incredible, because now we'd get to watch three. We'd get to watch Kyler, Derek, and Josh, comparing them all to each other, wondering who did the right thing. That's very NBA-ish. It is. But What would you say the likelihood of that is? Like 2%? Well, I would say it's low, but I don't just think about it. If the Raiders have Kyler, then they're not going to have. Then they need to trade Derek. Okay. If, how about th- how about this one? We said all week. Can you envision Tiger winning the Masters? And we both, like most people, wanted it to happen, but came on. You know, no. Yeah. Can you envision Cliff Kingsbury week one signaling into Josh Rosen? Because I cannot. I have to say yes, based on what we're talking about right now, though. I just, I for some reason don't envision him and Josh. Do do you do you picture him signaling into Kyler Murray week one? Because here's what's gonna happen that yes. I have a hard time envisioning. I have a hard time seeing it in my mind's eye, but I I think we're moving towards this happening. Is Kyler Murray just being a week one starter in the NFL? Like that's a pretty. Kyler, Kyler Murray is gonna be a week one starter in the NFL. That's what I just said. My mind's eye, I know, like in my real head, I know it's gonna happen. But in my mind's eye, I'm like, wait a second. Kyler Murray is starting week one in the NFL. Kyler Murray is coming out for the Cardinals or the Raiders or whoever calling a play. Like, this is insane. Well, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, he, he <laughs> went from saying, zero. That's what I agree with you. Like it's odds are it's happening. I just have a hard time really picturing it. Like to me, he's one of the all time zero to 60 players I ever remember because you can say, yeah, no one envisioned Baker going number one overall, but we had been watching Baker at Oklahoma for three years. Like he had been in our life. For three seasons, he took Bob Stoops to the playoffs and he took Lincoln Riley to the playoffs. Like two different head coaches, he was the starting quarterback for a playoff team. Kyler was his backup, and then boom, he's the number one overall pick as a midget. Then he wins a high. I mean, it's it's pretty nuts, guy. What Even did, Lamar, uh... like Lamar, won the Heisman, but then he went back to school. You know, we had Lamar Jackson been our lives a lot longer. Now again, he went thirty-two. To me, the Kyler thing just went. It was zero to sixty. And I think Billy realized this. Felt like by October first, it was like Jesus, this fucking guy is unreal. Now that I think first overall, no, but it was clear like, guy, this guy's. We, we were talking about it all fall. It's clear this guy's pretty good at football. 
You know, this is he's too good at football. You we knew after the first month that he's better at football than anyone could have envisioned. Because we said, when do you think it'll be by the time Billy starts realizing, ah, this is too good? We thought, you know, it'd take the whole season, but they had to be realizing inside, like, this is not going good. And it was, it's, you can argue, you know, you always got to see every possibility. And that's what, you know, probably any good, you know, CEO or coach will tell you, like, you got to, every scenario, you got to play it out. It's easy to say it. It's another thing like the best, best, best case scenario, you know, like the best case scenario. would be like, guy, what if I told you you're calling the NFC championship game this year? Like, seriously, you're calling. So you're doing NFL and you're doing the NFC championship game this year. That'd be fucking nuts. Right. That'd be, be nutty. That'd be nuttier because this guy was just he was a first overall pick. I mean, a first-round pick in another sport. He was the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. But still, I think most people would have thought at the beginning of the season, now NFL people would be like, well, we've never seen him play. And that's fair, right? They've never seen him play. So I couldn't even give you a, an opinion. No. Now, my opinion just naturally, how tall is he? 5'9 runner? Yeah, probably not. Sounds a like a runner. broadcaster. Uh, good broadcaster height. Did you say... I can't. I mean, you already told it to me. Did you say the Peter King, Michael Lombardi thing here yet? About how they're just hearing that Gruden loves him? Yeah. Did you say yeah. that on, on the podcast? Um, I don't think I did. No. Oh. But I say that part. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Peter's written it before. It's kind of been out there before. And this is a somewhat of a problem for the Raiders. And and I and maybe Gruden doesn't doesn't give a fuck. Like he just is going to say what he's going to say to people. Like he's not. And I don't blame Gruden. Once you get to this point, you're like, I, I don't have the effort to play games. I'd be like, well, either then just be saying, like, Belichick doesn't play games, but he just says nothing. How he plays the games, but he knows how to play the game. Like, Gruden's just, yeah, I love, I think Kyler's the best player in the draft. He's clearly telling people that, and I, I think he'd be better than Derek. I, I don't know if that behooves you to tell people, because that might cost you, if you do get the opportunity to get him, it might cost you a pick. You know, and I, I think. Well, the one question is then. I see both. I see both sides is, for John. Like, I don't, I don't think. I don't think John's a blow smoke guy. But is anyone else driving up the price for the Raiders? Is there going to be I, a second but team? But I think they, they could at the end of the day just say we're going to take them. And you trade. definitely could. I yeah, you could. But I think when it comes to that position, if you love a guy, then. I think you should take that guy at quarterback regardless of what grand godfather offer grandfather offers godfather offers you get at that position. Cause I don't think there's anything more valuable than a franchise quarterback, right? I don't think there's any combination of picks that's more valuable than a franchise quarterback. So like, is there any offer that the, that the chiefs would accept for Patrick Mahomes right now? Could you offer them? Is there anything they would say yes to? No. Like if you said, oh yeah, I mean Andrew Luck and four first rounders. But yeah, but I mean in terms of picks, like there's no amount uh, of no. picks you could give them. And no. so I think like if ultimately if you're the Chiefs and you think he's a franchise quarterback, then you better not trade him. I think the difference though is go guy, you've experienced Mahomes. Right. It's hard for no. you to say like close your eyes and picture uh, Kyler Murray as like a five time Pro Bowler. Because you, you you would also when you close your eyes and envision. Be like, well, what about the worst case? You know, wh- why wouldn't he be? Wh- might as well trade him for four first rounders. What if he does stink? 
Because that was the other thing Peter was telling Lombardi was the one, or maybe Lombardi told him that the one thing he'd heard is because Schefter has tweeted they are not making calls, and Peter thinks there's some pressure from the league to the Cardinals. This the draft's on ABC this year, so it's just to keep the buzz and just if you're gonna do it, do it the day of the draft. Don't kind of ruin the the lead up right now. Slash, I don't think Kime is all in on it yet and has like he's made a bunch of calls, they say, to Seattle and just picked the brain of John Schneider what it's like to build around a small quarterback. So he's just trying to wrap because I, I think a lot of he's a he's a former offensive lineman. He's a scout at his core. I think you just struggle with the size. When you meet a guy, it's, I would imagine Steve Kimes six three. For he played NC State Div, Division One ACC Div, offensive guard. So six three or six four. He's an enormous human. Kyler walks into the room, shakes his hand. He's like, I, I'm fucking enormous next to this guy. Now Kimes a big guy anyway, but still. Right. He's, he's like, I stood next to Carson Palmer. He had me by three inches, and we won the division a couple times. You know? I, I talked to Josh Rosen. We looked each other in the eye. Josh was, yeah. I, I think it's, it'd be hard. It'd be easier if, like, John Middlecoff or Harry Roseman was the GM. You're like, I'm eye to eye with this guy. I'm rooting for him, actually. <laughs> He's my type. But even then, if you've been around it long enough, you just – Harry would be like, I stand next to Carson Wentz. He's – Yeah, I mean, for an NFL like, GM, Simmons. being able to look a guy in the eye is not the standard no, for a good player. It's, <laughs> it's usually a bad thing unless you're like Ozzie Newsome. <laughs> so I, <clears throat> I understand where they're probably struggling with it, guy. At the, the personnel people. Like, are we sure? Are we not just riding this hype wave a little bit? Right. And do why should I even trust? I think the balance is that Kingsbury goes, look at my history with quarterbacks. Every guy I recruit is a NFL player. Like, I know if I'm telling you something, I know what I'm looking at. And I think that would be a fair argument from Cliff. This is the one position that I can bound a table for, even at this level, and go, I know what I want. Because if you, this is back to your, if you're going to hire the guy, you got to, his main thing, you got to go all in with him. Or yeah, but you know what? As simple as that is to say, when you say you've heard, maybe everyone's not on the same, if, if you haven't really figured out, if you really truly don't have everyone on the same page, then I can't assume you're going to do the logical thing. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.